ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ಫರ್ಡ್ So um what would you say that you learned in at what ages specifically uh, in terms of the standard subjects yes okay okay sure so uh let's see i can i can definitely tell you in terms of like math and science um so uh, i uh, i think yeah so i did i yeah so i had calculus at in 10th grade is when i finished the ap bc calculus exam Uh, so yeah let me I'll, i'll 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 sort of go by the ap exams so i finished uh, ap calculus bc in 10th grade as well as ap physics c which is a calculus based physics um and basically all of my major ap exams i finished by 10th grade so when i was 16 um and then after that my my high school had um like what they call sort of university level classes so like linear algebra differential equations those sort of subjects that sort of go beyond your ap level math um and so i i took those classes for two two years um so in that number theory you know logic different things like that um and yeah so so, so hopefully those exams will give you an idea of sort of how it progressed of course there are other ap tests like history and 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 things like ap us history ap world history and those sort of were just they sort of came in between i don't really remember when i took the history test but in terms of math and science that was sort of the uh, the progress yeah Oh uh, what about science? Yeah AP physics C was was in 10th grade. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't end up taking chemistry and things like that. I only took physics and biology. But by so biology was thing was in 9th grade and then physics C was in 10th grade and that was it. Okay. Um so what would you say was the best part of your homeschooling and what would you say were I won't say worst but the Yeah, worst. yeah no 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 definitely. Um I think the best part was definitely you know the freedom I mean because I mean you're not constricted by an 8 hour schedule right as you would normally be in school so if 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 I if I if I wanted to you know get outside and play I mean this is obviously at a younger age um I I could if I I could put the effort in and finish fast and I would have more free time so it's that sort of reward based system was nice because it, you know first of all it taught me to work fast if I needed to get something done uh, which is which is obviously a good skill to have and it also makes you extremely sort of self driven well self driven in the sense that it it makes it's because see a lot of uh, kids i meet in college actually have a hard time with the whole online school thing because of this whole covid only because they don't have experience working independently on their own um like when sitting in a room looking at a computer because you know all their life they've been in school and they've been driven by a teacher or you know whoever is sort of driving the instruction whereas for me i have to be self motivated otherwise you know i won't get anywhere because i have to be the one on top of myself sort of making sure that i get certain things done so skills like that that i think homeschooling really helped me with and sort of gave me a leg up and came to college just getting things done being sort of self driven um self motivated yeah now to the uh, million dollar question mm. what about friends <laughs> so <laughs> How was you know socializing? Did you have friends? Did you play regularly? So yeah, this this is a question I get a lot. Um and I honestly I don't really understand it to be frank 
Um, but but in, in another sense, I do because yes, I don't have the the standard like sort of thing of socializing, which is being in school for eight hours a day with twenty nine other kids your age. Um, but that's just one kind of socializing that yes, I didn't have. But is that necessarily the best? I don't know. I'd argue it isn't. Um, so because I was homeschooled, so for instance, we would go to a lot of Carnatic music camps in India. Um, so these would be like you know weeks, two weeks of time that we would take off, go to a place. So there was a there's a village uh, in near Kanchipuram called Tenangur, um, where they would have music camps every year for two or three weeks. And so we would go. I would go there on my own, live there, uh, learn music with other children who learn music of all different ages and backgrounds. Uh, to me, that is a lot more enriching than just sitting in school with a bunch of random, uh, you know, other thirteen year olds. Um, and and I think because of because I was homeschooled, my peer group was like extremely sort of focused around the things that I also did. So whether it was music or Sanskritam and things like that. So it's it's a it's a different kind of peer group. Um, of course, I mean yes. So, so my the answer to the question is yes. I had a lot of socialization. I and I would say socialization that was probably more enriching than your normal just going to school and making friends with just random kids who happen to also be there. Yeah, I get what you mean because at school we are just exposed to a bunch of people and we have almost no choice but to be friends mm-hmm. with them at times. Yeah, exactly. Whereas rather than friends who have the same interests as you, the same, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So you did something that is very unusual for an Indian kids to do. You took a break here. Yeah. When did you take it and why? Sure. Um. So I took a gap year at the at the end of twelfth grade before I went to college. So, so in the U.S., when you apply, you can uh, you you apply to college at the end of twelfth grade, um, and you have an option to so once you get admission, you have an option to defer that admission by how many ever years. Um, so I I yeah so I got into college and then I deferred my admission by one year, and during that time I um, went to a place called Chhattisgarh, uh, not Chhattisgarh, Bilaspur, in 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 the state of Chhattisgarh in uh, central India. Um, and I went there because there is a uh, there's a very famous Vyakarana uh, Pandita by the name of uh, Pushpa Dikshit Mataji. So she uh, is in the in the Sanskrit the Vyakarana field. She's considered to be one of sort of the foremost Panditas. And so I and I had known about her uh, for a long time because uh, another person who I'd met through Sanskrit Bharati also spent a year um, or more there in in the in that Gurukulam. Um, and so I decided that once I finished um, my high school, uh, I would just take a year off because I wouldn't. I felt like I would never ever get the time, you know, once college started to spend invest the time and learn Vyakarana in a proper setting. Because you know, once college starts, you know, then you have to work, you have to get a job, and it just it never ends. So I thought before I started that sort of rat race, I would sort of take a step back and then go to this Gurukulam and spend a year learning um, Sanskrit Vyakarana. Um, and yeah, so that's what I did. Uh, I went there. I lived there for uh, more than a year, about yeah, twelve, thirteen months. Um, and yeah, and before I went to college, so it was, yeah. So that was that was sort of the the idea behind the gap year. And you just had your seat at Stanford waiting there for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. <laughs> that's wonderful. That actually sounds super. I don't know. It was. I really liked it. I might do that myself now. <laughs> Agastya Gurukulam is a non-profit organization dedicated to reviving the traditional system of Bharatiya Shiksha and decolonizing education. Agastya runs the world's first and only Sanskrit immersion online school. 
Would you like your child to be deeply rooted in traditional Bharatiya culture and yet successful in the contemporary world? Explore Agastya's part-time and full-time learning opportunities. For more information, visit Agastya's website at www.agastyagurukulam.org. Admissions are now open for the 2021-22 school year. Thank you.